This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. This program is sponsored by New Zealand Bridge, sponsors of Grassroots Bridge across the nation. Welcome to the Bridge Zone. You're at the table with Barry and Mariana. We have been so busy with bridge organising this, that and the other thing, Barry, I forgot to pack my lunch. How are you going? What were you having? I made a pizza the other day and that lasted me a little while. Well, I thought it would all get eaten during all that online bridge you were playing where you kept on picking away at whatever was around. Well, I must admit, swapping from BBO to Real Bridge, now that you've got these cameras on, you can't sort of waltz around and finish off dinner and get up and go and get another glass of wine or even eat your dinner. You actually have to be present and sort of focused as if you're actually at the table. So we've lost a little bit of liberty, I think, moving from BBO to Real Bridge. I have met a few people that have still been eating their dinner at the beginning of a Real Bridge session. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, oh, we're just finishing our dinner. <laughs> it's nowhere near as anonymous as it used to be on BBO for sure. What happens is after every three boards, Mariana, your score flashes up and there it is. Mariana Cullen, 76, 42. 58. I don't know whether I like that, Barry. Would you rather not know? I think so. I mean, it is interesting because you do scowl through things and you look at other people, you look at the board and you're trying to talk away there. So I guess having a little bit more detail, it'll either smoke your tyres or not. And at the moment, I don't like seeing that decline, the little steps. I'd more rather be going up the stairs than coming down. I mean... My argument is, you don't have to look. <laughs> it flashes straight away. You don't have to look at the scores. Oh, I see. You've yeah. got to click on scores. You could just sit there in total obliviousness or whatever. But I think it's just too tempting to look. I couldn't manage not to sneak a look occasionally. I just no. couldn't bear it. You're like a kid in like a lollipop. Like if you're and you want to know whether it's going to be a boy or a girl. <laughs> you don't have to know. No, you've got to get into the... 2021, they have gender parties now, gender reveal parties when you're having bubbas. You'll whack a golf (laughs) ball and if it's blue smoke, it's a boy. (laughs) So even in face-to-face bridge, some of the bigger events have what they call barometer scoring. Same sort of thing. So after every three boards you play against a pair, they put out a score and you can see how you did, whether that moved you up in the field or down in the field. And it can be a bit soul-destroying sometimes <laughs> when you see where you are. Uh, when you're playing in the New Zealand pairs, they have the have the results up there, and, and one of your aims is not to be on the bottom of the page at lunchtime because it stays there for a whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> the benefits and features of the barometer. Yeah, I do like it, but as you're going down the stairs, I don't. <laughs> Climbing up the stairs is better. We've already spoken to Judge Julie Pete, so we're going to put her on shortly, but we've already got a question for her next week. And something happened to me last night when I was playing on Real Bridge, and I was just wondering what you would think about it. And have a think about how you might actually try and overcome the situation. So what happened, Barry, and I probably did have a heart attack. We were slowish, and the director pops up. 
and we're in this contract. So my blood pressure actually shot up and you'd hear about Barry's blood pressure rising rapidly after you listen to Judge Julie's segment. So anyway, we were in this contract and we knew that we were a bit slow. We were very tight on time and we were going to run over. And then the director pops up in the corner and say, right, we're going to have to skip the board. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What can we do here? I really need to finish this board. And then she'd bit a slam and she was going to make it. And here comes the director saying, oh, we're going to have to skip this board. You can imagine, can't you? Yeah, she took that. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, I'll claim. So I claimed quickly. That was good. And he was like, okay, and then off he flies. And I was like, goodness me, it's like just like witches and warlocks, Barry. They fly into your table and then they appear and then poof, there's no smoke. They go off again. But boy, that was heart palpitations on that one. So yes, I did claim we made the slam. He was going to skip the board. I was like, what the heck? What do you reckon? Isn't it good? Supposed to be good for you to get your heart rate up occasionally. Isn't that supposed to be healthy for people or whatever to get their heart rate elevated occasionally? Isn't that what they go to the gym for? I wasn't at the gym. I was sitting down on my butt, glass of wine, playing somewhere. I don't think people class that as exercise. <laughs> Look, if it gets your blood pressure up, it gets your heart pumping. I don't know whether that's aerobic, anaerobic. I don't know something or else aerobic. See if you can find out what happens, Judge Julie, because I'm sure we've got better options, or perhaps not, rather than skip the board, Barry. Judge Julie will ask you to have a look. So if you think getting your heart rate up, and even for that matter, skipping is good for you, (laughs) Rihanna didn't agree. Coming up next, we're heading off to the courthouse. Director, please. How can I help? Judge Julie presiding. Good morning, Judge Julie. Morning. We've got two really important questions for you this morning. (laughs) Yes, we have. The first one is, we've all been wondering, when you're directing on Real Bridge or BBO and there's nothing happening and no director's calls, what do directors get up to in their secret moments on their own? That's a really good question. Patrick has a look at some of the people that are playing in just kibitzes. We always go around the tables. On BBO, you actually have to go to the tables to see where people are up to. So you tend to do a, a run up and down the table, so to speak, so we can see who's slow and who's fast and whether we need to do something. So we can keep an eye on the slow players. But in Real Bridge, we can sort the tables by slow play. So it actually has a category so you can actually see who the slowest players are. It shows you what board they've started and that shows you how many tricks they have played on that board. It is a lot easier to keep an eye on slow play on Real Bridge than it is on BBO. Well, I've been known to do vacuum cleaning, housework, lots of different things. Occasionally, I do some work in the background, but it's a bit hard because you get interrupted because you do get director's calls. Sometimes we have quite fun conversations with other people, but generally it's just sitting there and watching what's going on, the same as you do at the club, where it can be really peaceful and the next minute all hell breaks loose. Interesting on Real Bridge, you actually have a list of like the slow table. So when the friendly little director's face pops up on the corner of your table to yep. say you've only got a minute to go or whatever, that's yep. how they've done it. They haven't actually had to go through all the tables. They've got a little list. Yeah. On BBO, we can type to the pupil directly and send them a message that they're being slow or type to the table that they're being slow. But on Real Bridge, we actually have to be at that table to speak because of microphone and camera uses. So we do go to the table with BBO, but it's not quite so intrusive. And it's a bit easier just to do things quickly. Okay, the other question. It's a bit personal, this one. (laughs) Um, 
if your table's a bit slow and the director comes along, this is on BBO actually, I think, they sometimes adjust the score to, on this occasion, it was three spades making, when actually there were one, two or three off, but we hadn't decided what yet. What <laughs> happened? What do you do? Well, I'm glad you asked that. It was BBO, as we know, but Real Bridge and BBO operate pretty much the same. They're both excellent in that you can make a ruling. And in this case, I did. And you'll all be pleased to know that I ruled against Barry. And on Real Bridge, I would have had the joy of seeing the look on his face when they'd already taken a contract light and I changed it to the opponents making three, three spades making three. Barry wasn't entirely happy. Strangely enough, I think it was an absolute zero board for him. So perhaps that had something to do with it. So he called me back and told me I had made the wrong ruling. I'd like a baby judge. Possibly, as I said, unfortunately, I just didn't have the joy of seeing his face. But the joy of Online Bridge is that you get to see all the hands, as you do if you go and look at your results after. I can go to the hand and it will play it up to the point that the claim or when play ceased, and I can check and see exactly what was happening, and I can consider what I've been told and whether I will adjust to do something different or not. In this case, I had to keep Barry happy, so I adjusted it appropriately, and life continued. The contract making, it was three off. Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) I could just picture it. Bloody hell, and that phone, you would have grabbed that mobile phone, and quick as a flash, you would have... It's a bloody hell. Well, I sent her a message on BBO. I'm worried about my blood pressure after the initial ruling. I don't know what sort of compensation I can seek. Well, my blood pressure is right down because I was relaxed and happy. Um, however, <laughs> the joy of BBO is that you can be rude and no one will hear you, right? <laughs> but real bridge, and I must admit, there is probably an adjustment about going on to real bridge because you've got to remember... That what you look like and what you say can be seen and heard by everybody. And you hear a lot of background noise. And you see background things, as people are aware on TV about Zoom meetings. We all want people to wear their pants, all right? (laughs) (laughs) But we haven't had any of that yet, and I'm hoping that we never, ever do. And generally, like Zoom, you you see the face and everything else. But people get up, they walk away. You never quite know what you're going to find. But remember, your face and that can be seen and how you feel is clearly going to be seen. And in some ways, it's easier to tell how someone feels because of the camera being focused on a particular part of you. It's so, funny because it wasn't so long ago that Kermit made the comment when we were all just playing on BBO and she said one of the benefits of online bridges, no one can hear you scream. Yeah, I know. Right? It's all changed. (laughs) If you turn your microphone off, you can, all right? But the problem is that if you turn it back on and you forget, you might run into a big problem. (laughs) Yeah, I've had that comment. My partner did say that the other night, playing a card, played a bit quickly and misclicked. Next minute, there's this expletive. (laughs) Run aloud and, oh, shit, I forgot I'm not on BBO. It's hilarious. You do have to adjust yourself. You do. And I mean, it's going to happen because on BBO, we had people that used to type things to other people. They have a pickup on words that you're not allowed to use. And if you do, you got banned for at least one session. 
So you'd go into play and you'd find that you weren't allowed to play. And that's because you had used inappropriate language. It's a feature that has been a recent update in the last 12 months with all the people playing online. And it's quite good in some ways because some people can be very rude. Part of being New Zealand and playing people we know means we don't really get a lot of that. Very good. All right. Well, thanks for that. We'll catch you next week. Okay. Have a good day. You were telling me about being a sub on Real Bridge, not quite the same as BBO. Real Bridge is a bit different to BBO in that for the directors, it's quite difficult. If they end up with a phantom, because let's face it, people just wander in and sit at a table just like they would at the bridge club. They may well end up with a phantom drink. There's no idea how many pre-entries they've got or anything like that. If they get to the end and they've got 16 and a half tables, they can't just appeal to the BBO audience to come in and fill it like they do. Like they're in just one big room and the only people that are in it are the ones who are playing or anyone who happens to be in the lobby. So Jenny and I have been just making ourselves available. So we go in there. If there's a phantom, we play. And if there isn't a phantom, we don't play. Okay. So they just say, at the end, they get everybody sorted. And it can be a bit chaotic at the beginning of a real bridge session, as as you probably know, Mariana, while they're trying mm. to get everybody seated, everybody to have a partner. And there's tables with three people at it, and tables with two and one, and there's all sorts going on. At the end, if they find they've got a phantom, they just say, oh, Barry and Jenny go to table 12. I was works. having a look on real bridge, Barry, and there's a quite a few sites that you can click on overseas to go and join a table casually. And it was one I was looking at. It was three pounds. And you can actually get four people, go and play. You can pop away and finish your session later on that day. And you just send across three pounds to his bank account number. And off you go. And you've got a nice social game of bridge with your friends. But I was just wondering, because when you do an international transaction, there's obviously some bank fees involved at some stage and whatever platform you use to send or to wire or transfer there's fees so wondering how people are getting on you know you go and say oh I'm going to play in the Australian snot and it's only $50 wonder how much it actually does cost you when you've got your bank charges wonder how much people are prepared to pay I don't know quite how it works Mariana but I've played in one this lately and I've got another couple that I've just paid for the difference is only a few dollars and that would probably most of that would be accounted for by the Australian exchange rate the Australian dollar being worth just a fraction more than ours so maybe we've got friends that (laughs) that have good ways of doing this I don't know but Mm. like I think it's about 40 bucks the events we've played in 40 bucks each yeah it's not 40 it's something like 42 or 41 or something like that right that's with a conversion yeah, yeah. So, and, you, so there must and be a, a bank fee or a transaction fee? I don't know because other people have done it for me, but presumably ah. there has been sort of fee that was built in. But it must be quite low. But mm, just crossed my mind being the banker. So quite a few Kiwis playing in it. The Spring National Open teams, affectionately known as the Snot, is starting Thursday and qualifying Thursday and Friday. Top four teams go through to the semi-final and finals on Saturday, Sunday. Quite a few Kiwis playing in that. And And can you watch that online, Barry? I guess you will be able to. I haven't really checked that out, but I guess there will be a way of doing that. If it's on Real Bridge, once again, there'll be a time delay. I was watching the US trials. I actually um, cast it to our TV, and Jenny and I sat down and watched the US Open trials. They had commentators. They had Liam Milne, Peter Gill, Sartaj Hans. It was very entertaining. Really good commentary team they were and did a great idea. That was on another bridge platform called I Love Bridge or something like that. Now, what they could actually do on this platform is they would have both tables up on the screen. 
because it can get a little boring when you've only got one table and you're waiting and waiting and waiting for something to right, happen. Yeah. Uh, I was reading somewhere, there was another one where they put four tables up, which they felt like was a little bit too much because A, they were quite small, and also B, trying to follow four tables is difficult. Two tables seems to be about right, and especially in an event like that where you've got one team playing against the other, you can have the other table so you can oh, compare. Okay. Pretty good to watch, actually. And how did you get onto that, Barry, again? Liam put something up on Facebook and said that um, we're going to be commentating for the next four or five hours. Click on this link. So, you know me, I'll click on any link that takes my fancy. So I did There's that. There's that boy in the lolly shop again. Click, click. <laughs> I actually haven't had anything like that. Maybe that's something I can look at. If you've had viewed anything like Barry just said, send us in your thoughts about well, just having the ability to go and watch overseas games. Shuffle at gmail.com. Most of the time, the systems were relatively easy to follow. One team was playing a strong club system. A lot of our listeners will have come across a strong club system. And having the commentators there is good too, because if you're not quite sure what's going on, they, they do tend to explain what, what the bidding means. It's entertaining stuff seeing how the, how the top players play. What page that you got that link from? I was just on Facebook and it just came up on my feed. Facebook knows that I, I'm interested in bridge. I can tell you this. I made a banoffee pie once, and I don't know anything about making banoffee pies, but I made a banoffee pie, right? Because I had to do it for Christmas. That was my contribution. I reckon I must have had hundreds of banoffee pie recipes come up on my feed ever since. Every week I get a new banoffee pie recipe. <laughs> and you know what? I haven't made one since, and I'm not likely to. <laughs> Well, hey, I'll be expecting next time we ask our members to bring something for supper down at the club, I'll be reminding you, banoffee pie, Barry. Get your gumboots on. We're going down to the pond. Manamana. 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 What's this? It's Kermit's Bridge Tips with Pam Livingston. Good morning, Kermit. Hey there, lovely to see you both. How are the cows milking a Taranaki? Well... <laughs> I don't really know. I do know that the grass is growing incredibly fast. It's quite warm and it's wet and the grass has just gone ridiculous. I mean, even if you haven't got paddocks, you'll probably be finding that if you're trying to mow the lawn, which is what I did on Saturday. We've had some building work done at the house and there was builder stuff around and I hadn't managed to mow the lawn for two weeks. And it's not a, that big a lord, but from going to woe, what with showers and having to move stuff and using the catcher for all of it, it took me about three and a half hours. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'd have given up. There's a couple of cows, Pam, obviously. In my early days, I did used to let horses onto the lord to keep the grass down a bit, but that's, you know, a bit rural, isn't it? It's a bit agricultural. <laughs> <laughs> They, they don't sometimes leave it in that tidy state, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, and also, they're quite curious about what's going on in the house. And I remember one time I heard a rustling in the bushes outside, and I thought, what on earth's going on? <laughs> and it was pitch black outside, and I put my hands right out to the window to look out, and the horse's face was right there watching <laughs> us, what we were doing inside. I just about had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> That's the knacky for you. Lots of rain and lots of grass. The land of milk and honey. The tip for this week is don't let your horses on the lawn. Is that correct? Something like that. But if you're not into horses, I've got a bridge tip too. So my tip is if you're going to be disappointed when your partner passes you below game, 
then how about bidding game yourself? <laughs> now, we've talked a lot about bidding dodgy slams and making forcing bids, but there's a good deal of practicality about when you know that there's game there and you know what denomination it should be, just going there yourself. Don't put pressure on poor old partner. Don't give them the opportunity to go wrong because by jeepers, quite often they'll take it. Take the pressure off. Just bid game. It's not an exact science. What the hell? You want to be in game? Bid it. You've always got, what do they call it? Declarer's advantage as well. Oh, you have indeed. And I just know with some of my learners, particularly or sort of junior intermediate players, they make a bid and they hope that partner's going to bid game, even though they've got enough points themselves to bid game. And I say to them, if your partner passes now, are you going to be disappointed? <laughs> oh, yes. Well, just bid a game then. <laughs> just bid a game. So the other part of that tip probably is if you bid game confidently enough, they might not double gear. <laughs> oh, that's another one too, isn't it? <laughs> Don't they say in the lessons that you have to go slow? So which part of go slow or just jump to game, what are they meant to listen to? Well, like all bridge things, it's pretty hard to make a hard and fast rules. Like it's hard enough deciding, is coffee an essential service? (laughs) There's not sort of hard and fast rules. You know, if you're not sure that it's the bid is going to be forcing, if it's murky, you know, sometimes you just know that you need to be in game and kind of know which game you should be in. So just take the pressure off and go there. There comes a time when somebody has to bite the bullet and say, this is where I think we should be. Yes. Sometimes it's got to be you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, when a partner doesn't bid game and and you're kind of disappointed because you could have actually bid game yourself. Who thought that anybody would ever encounter disappointment at the bridge table? I'm shocked. (laughs) I wouldn't even know how to spell that word, Barry. I try my damnedest not to be disappointed, but Alas. Kermit, hanging out for next week's tip already. (laughs) Okay, cool. Thank you, Pam. Catch Kermit next week for another tip. See you. (laughs) Anyway, there is some bridge coming on. So we've got the Spring National Open teams coming up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the final and semi-final. The following Thursday and Friday is the mixed teams, which we're also playing in. And then... We've got, of course, our own Congress coming up after that. Full details will be coming out to you soon. We're a bit premature in saying Monday. We should be getting that info out to you real soon. Kene, I found a little something on YouTube. And so we're going to play you the first few minutes of this little documentary. Yes, it happened a couple of years ago, but it sounds interesting. And if you want to know more about it, send us an email, bridgezoneshuffle at gmail.com. CTV's W5 presents In the Cards. Bridge pros can make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year easily. It may just be the ultimate card game. Big stakes. It's a lot of money. High drama. Powerhouse plays plotted out with a trusted partner. We have such a good reputation. And for a couple of quick-thinking Canadian kids. We both want to be the best in the world. (laughs) The game of bridge brings them a whirlwind way of life. They certainly got our attention. They're fearless. Now. This is the life. 
A dream come true for two typical buddies. It's nice to be lazy and make money. Can the cards really win wealth for these high school dropouts? I never really made any goals outside of bridge. And are they prepared for the fallout if their skill is trumped by Lady Luck? Bridge is a very intense game. It's so hard. It's very hard. It's very close. We just kick butt. It was amazing. Why? Wow. We just showed up. <laughs> How these hands are played. Big tournament. No second chance. It's the championship. Poker's got nothing on this game. I played so bad at killing Very costly mistakes. This is a special documentary presentation of CTV's W5. Now, see what's in the cards. From dozens of countries they have come, the best young card players on offer at the World Junior Championships of Bridge. The U.S. always sends strong teams. Poland is a perennial favorite. Canada hasn't won a medal for years. Bad decisions, bad plays. But this year may be different. Canada is fielding two of the rising superstars in the surprisingly competitive world of bridge. Their names are Gavin Wolpert and Vincent DeMay. We're incredible. Our record is like unbelievable. Maybe not personally, I can't be the best in the world, but as a partnership, my partner Vincent and I could be the best pair in the world. Barely out of their teens, they are serious contenders in the little-known world of professional bridge. The Canadians are having a monster of a set, actually. Canada are flying. Canada's still leading by 12 hips after that. This isn't just a pleasant diversion for retirees and the idle rich. Bridge players say it's the ultimate card game, that it makes poker seem like child's play. In poker, you only have to look out for yourself. In bridge, you've always got a partner. Your fate is in his hands, and his fate is in yours. But you knew I had three spades, though. I pitched the nine of spades. A little thing, a raised eyebrow, perhaps. And when you feel it, your partner thinks less of you because of something you've done. The whole relationship goes sour pretty quickly. Vince is the fiery one. A card-playing genius. Gavin is cooler, the even keel of the partnership. These opposites attract, and they've got great chemistry at the table. I think there may be some celebrating in Sydney tonight for the Canadian team. They helped the Canadian junior team win its first medal in years. But the truth is, Gavin and Vince aren't into this to win medals or to sing the national anthem. They've dedicated their lives to bridge because if they can keep on winning, they'll be rich. Just quickly before I go, did anybody see the article from the Sydney Morning Herald about uh, people's dirty little secret of what they've been doing during lockdown out of the Sydney Morning Herald? Did you read this, Mariana? No. no, 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 no. I know she's just sitting there, the look on her face, guys. This is a Zoom call. She's she's horrified as to what I'm going to come up with. <laughs> the dirty little secret was all these people, you know, somebody who's, you know, lying at home in bed and they get a text from a friend of theirs saying, what about a bit of you know what? And, yeah, okay. So 
they get online and start playing bridge and don't finish till two in the morning. So that's what's been happening. Lots of people playing more bridge than they ever did. Uh, it's a really good article if you get a chance to read it. We'll see if we can locate it. We might be able to get it posted. Okay. <laughs> That's it from us with the Bridge Zone, and we shall catch you next week. See ya. Bye for now. New Zealand Bridge, sponsoring Bridge from beginner to international, nationwide. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.